Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that paints a new scene from history every day of the week. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at an important milestone in the life of Pablo Picasso, the post-impressionist master who helped develop a whole new way of looking at the world. The day was June 24th, 1901. Spanish painter Pablo Picasso held the first major exhibition of his artwork at a gallery in Paris. The exhibit was held on Rue Lafitte, an upscale street renowned for its impressive art galleries. A solo showing at an established gallery was a major breakthrough for the 19-year-old Picasso. His greatest works were largely still ahead of him, but the 75 paintings he displayed in Paris revealed a young artist with enormous potential. Pablo Picasso was born on October 25, 1881, in the coastal city of Malaga, Spain. His father, José Ruiz Blasco, was both an artist and an art instructor at a local provincial school. When Picasso was seven years old, he began taking figure drawing and oil painting lessons from his father. Seven years later, the family moved to Barcelona, and Picasso's father began teaching at the city's School of Fine Arts. Picasso enrolled there not long after, and throughout his teenage years he participated in group exhibitions held by the school. Several years later, in 1899, 
Picasso dropped out of school, swore off academic classicism, and took his art in a drastically different direction. He joined a local group of avant-garde artists and writers and began experimenting with new styles and techniques. The community met regularly at a local tavern, and in 1900, Picasso held his first professional exhibit there, though it didn't do as much for his career as the 1901 show in Paris. It was around the time of that tavern exhibition that Picasso took his first trip to the City of Light. The French capital was the place to be for aspiring experimental artists. Not only did the city's lively atmosphere and modern fashions provide loads of inspiration, there was also its network of prestigious commercial galleries. By the time Picasso made it to Paris, many of his post-impressionist peers had already held their own exhibits on the famous Rue Lafitte. This included Vincent van Gogh, Paul Cézanne, Paul Gauguin, and Georges Seurat. Picasso wanted in on the action, so he spent the next year producing bold new works for his own potential show. In early 1901, Picasso returned to Paris, determined to win an exhibition. He brought a hundred of his own paintings with him and landed a meeting with Amboise Vollard, the prominent art dealer who had arranged shows for Picasso's contemporaries. Impressed by the young artist's obvious talent, Vollard immediately agreed to purchase and show the paintings at his gallery that summer. Picasso was thrilled by the opportunity and worked breathlessly to complete new paintings for the show, sometimes cranking out as many as two canvases per day. In the end, he chose 75 paintings for the exhibit, representing a range of themes and subjects. There were bright, colorful scenes of Parisian nightlife, as well as bold, moody landscapes, and portraits of people from all walks of life, including sex workers, art dealers, and high-society women. To announce his arrival to the art world, the young artist also included a self-portrait titled Yo Picasso, or I Picasso. In a show of confidence, this was the first painting listed in the exhibition catalog. Not as many art critics attended the show as Picasso would have liked, but those who did wrote favorably of what they saw. One critic, Felician Fagus, described Picasso as, quote, a brilliant newcomer, though he did go on to say that the artist had yet to forge his own personal style. All in due time. Still, most people would count the exhibition as a success, but not the man who financed it, Amboise Vollard. He had expected a more glowing reception for Picasso's work, and although he had purchased a studio's worth of the artist's paintings, Vollard refused to buy from Picasso again until five years later. As you might imagine, that betrayal soured Picasso's view of Vollard as well. He believed his paintings could have sold for far more, and that Vollard had taken advantage of his eagerness to exhibit in Paris. Picasso wasn't alone in that feeling either. Both Gauguin and Matisse claimed to have been swindled by Vollard. In fact, Matisse reportedly pronounced the art dealer's name as voleur, the French word for thief. Pablo Picasso's first major exhibit wasn't a total success then, but it did get his name out there, serving as an introduction both to the art world and to his fellow post-impressionists. Picasso remained in Paris for the rest of the year and later settled there permanently in 1904. Life in the foreign city was difficult at first, he struggled with loneliness and poverty, but he didn't suffer in vain. 
he channeled those down-and-out experiences into his art, kicking off his legendary Blue Period, a series of works, including the old guitarist, that used blue tones to capture the gloomy world of the underprivileged. From there, Picasso's style continued to develop through the Rose Period, where he often painted lively circus scenes in orange and pink, and eventually to his pioneering work in Cubism, the abstract style for which he's best known today. Through all his different periods, which spanned the course of over 80 years in total, Picasso created more than 50,000 paintings, drawings, engravings, and sculptures. This made him one of the most prolific artists of his generation, or of any other. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.